Oh man, it's been a month. A month. What is wrong with me? Hello, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Um, I should be better than this. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Hello, everybody. It is I, your friendly neighborhood INFP, and um, there were things that I was gonna do, and still planning on doing. So look forward to those, but let's just get right into this video. Uh, ENTJ and INFP relationships are interesting. Um, and I say they're interesting because oftentimes when I jump into social media, when I go on to Facebook, when I go on to Twitter, when I go on to Reddit, um, in the years that I've been in the MBTI community, one of the biggest relationships that people say is oddly incompatible is the INFP with the ENTJ. Which is strange because they're supposed to be one of the best types out there to be together um, in the sense of what they can do for each other. And I've talked to other like INFPs about it. I've talked to other ENTJs about it. And the general consensus is that INFPs don't want to be with ENTJs and ENTJs don't want to be with INFPs. Now, does that mean that the relationship won't work? No, it's just, for some strange reason, they don't like that. There's something about it that both sides don't like. Which is strange because I myself love ENTJs. When I see an ENTJ, I'm just like, whoo, is it getting hot in here? Because let me tell you something. Maybe it's my over-idealistic vision of what I see. But boy, do I love me some ENTJs. I love their attitude, while some of their attitudes, some of them are a little more cursed than I would like. But for the most part, if it's like a respectable ENTJ and their go-get-em attitude and their plans and the things they've been able to accomplish, I'm just like, man, I envy you. Um... So yeah, like, I respect and I love ENTJs on a general basis, but oftentimes that is not the case for many of us. And I know I also get along with um, uh, INTJs and ISTJs. It is a very common thing to see INFPs get along with those types. So why is it that they're not getting along with the extroverted uh, counterpoint? And I think it's because of that whole last function dynamic um, that ca can cause a conflict. And the same thing goes for the ENTJ towards INFPs is that because phi is their last function uh, for an ENTJ, it's too feely, it's too whimsical, it's too daydreamy. Extroverted thinking as their first INFPs will see that as too domineering, too assertive, too uh, do this, do this, do this, do this, too one-dimensional, too, um, I guess, bossy could be one sense of the word, too aggressive, too arrogant. Um, 
unfeeling, I suppose, would be another sense. Like, the whole uncaring nature would be another sense as to why an INFP may feel like they don't get along with ENTJs or T-users in general. Which is strange because a lot of INFPs also, it's too out there. They, um, they have a hard time grasping that because like the last function is always the function that we're going to have difficulties with and it's because of these reasons i think oh and the fact that an infp can be very indecisive and like all over the place and the entj is like just you know if you if you just if you just do this if you just went down this path you'd do great for yourself and um when they see INFPs unable to or can't do it, uh, they um, they tend to not be a fan of one another, so to speak. The INFPs want the freedom, an ENTJ may want some sort of structure or like future structure or something going on to um, the future. And correct me if I'm wrong, if you're an ENTJ, but... I also believe that ENTJs are looking for a partner. <clears throat> and by partner, I mean someone who isn't higher than them, not somebody who is lower than them. They're looking for someone who could be on their same level and go and essentially conquer whatever it is they're going out to conquer together as equals, as like partners, like true partners. And... I feel like that might not be the case for some of the INFPs. Um, INFPs are going to be going more towards people who they find as compatible, not somebody who is a partner that they can take on the world with, um, but a partner in the sense for INFPs. In the sense of who can I be comfortable with, who can I be myself with, who can I tell all my inner secrets to and not uh, worry about things, who can I uh, have freedom with. And this isn't mutually exclusive from the INFP or ENTJ um, personality because an ENTJ will be looking for a kind of freedom as well but their kind of freedom may not match with the INFP's kind of freedom and so there is a clash. Now with all that said and done as to the reasons and I'm sure there are more reasons as to why they don't get along like with the thinking and the feeling and the this and the that and all that. Aside from all of that Let's get on to why they can get along and why I love them as a couple. And why I don't think I would mind being in such a relationship and why I wrote that relationship into my comic. Now, with um, if we were dealing with healthy types or healthier types of an ENTJ and an INFP, they complement each other. The INFP shows the ENTJ a softer side of life, a more relaxed side of life, allows them to slow down just a little bit, to enjoy the like the small things in life, the finer things in life, um, to not always be go, 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 go. And the ENTJ will show the INFP their potential, what they can do, um, will motivate them 
to go further and do better and be better. Like they will motivate them to become that partner that the ENTJ is looking for. Meanwhile, the INFP is also um, dealing with the inner parts of the ENTJ and bringing them into the partner that the INFP is looking for. So there is a um, nice little, uh, um, I guess the word I'm looking for is uh, synergy there that because if you're willing to allow the person with your last function to teach you um, there you can grow as a person uh, you can become better you can become more than you were instead of just ignoring your last function you become more than what you currently are and that's why the relationship can be great especially if both are healthy and healthy and both are willing to learn when they learn about that last function and all of that they are then willing to become better people and grow into becoming better people in the long run now that's just one of uh, the reasons why they make good couples is is that in the sense of like if they're willing to help each other um, they can grow together and become a I personally think they can become a power couple due to that now the other reason why I think that an ENTJ and INFP relationship is great is because generally INFPs are going to be far more reserved than ENTJs. Uh, ENTJs are going to be more outgoing, they're going to be more networking, they're going to be uh, more out there, they're going to be more willing to do things, they're going to be more willing to pull the INFP out of their shell. Just by, I'm not talking like, um, like extroverted thinking here, I'm just talking on them being extroverts in general. Um, most extroverts can do this with introverts is have that uh, pulling out of that introverted self and bringing them into more social circles that they um, don't necessarily have to be like talk to a bunch of people, but like it brings them out of their shell. And it is due to this that due to an ENTJ's sometimes or quite often assertive nature, uh, they can bring the INFP to those places and the INFP can become more confident as a person. Now, the interesting thing is, is that a lot of INFPs, at least in my um, understanding, is... Uh, and for myself as well, we are very reserved. We're very, we can be very anxious. We are, um, very, I don't want to say self-harming, but we kind of are mentally and emotionally. Like we often think that everything we do is no good and perfectionist nature. We have a perfectionist nature that as, as soon as we screw up, that's the end of the world. Everything's done. There is no hope and we often go somewhere over to like freak out a little bit and to like control our emotions and think through things and all of that. With an ENTJ and INTJ INFP relationship, the ENTJ would, would help the INFP realize that mistakes are okay, that mistakes are vital towards 
you growing. And I'm talking a healthy relationship here. I'm not talking about like a toxic relationship here. Because in a healthy ENTJ is extraordinarily motivating. Um, which can like tremendously help an INFP. Um, so an ENTJ would be teaching the INFP, hey, look, yes, you made a mistake, but have you learned from that mistake? What have you learned from that mistake? What will you do better? How will this proceed to go into the future? What will you do like going forward? What will you do? What plans will you make in order to be better at this? How will this help you in the long run? How will, and this is where the molding becomes. Now, obviously, yes, the ENTJ is going to have to have a lot of patience if they're dealing with an INFP like this or most INFPs like this is to have the patience to teach them that it is okay to have mistakes. Um, but in return, an INFP will be teaching the ENTJ that, hey, you don't have to um, be so assertive all the time. You can embrace things that you like. You can like uh, things that other people may think is crazy. Hey, you like dolls, even though a lot of people might laugh at you for it? That's fine. You do you. Now, some ENTJs will be like, I, I don't care when, you know, actually they do care. And the INFP would like go and teach them how to become more embracing of themselves, how to embrace who they are as a person and most ENTJs are you know fairly confident as people and who they are and all of that granted granted but what I'm trying to say is that an INFP is the one who is going to help the ENTJ become softer is like the best way I can be. Now, some ENTJs, granted, will say, I don't want to become soft. I want to be, but like sometimes a softer approach is the better approach to certain problems. And like, not only that, but like if an ENTJ is having a linear problem that's going down one path and they can't figure it out due to the knee nature of an INFP, and this is the other thing that comes interesting is that, um, INFPs with their knee also help uh, ENTJs see possibilities they did not see before. They help them realize things that they did not realize before. That problem that they only saw one path towards suddenly has multiple paths of solutions that they can take. And then when they see the multiple paths of solutions, they can then go towards the one that they see as the best. Because sometimes, sometimes, and I know this is true for all of us, especially those who like lose things and though that thing is like right in front of us, but we can't see it even though we're staring directly at it. Sometimes we need an outside perspective to come in and say, hey, how about that? And that's what the INFP offers to an ENTJ sometimes is, or oftentimes, is a other perspective that an ENTJ has not thought about. Now, are there more reasons for ENTJs and INFPs to be together or to dislike each other? Sure. But what I'm trying to say is that if both of them are healthy, 
and are willing to learn and are willing to grow as people. One of the best ways to grow as a person is to target where are you where you are weak. And that's what I want like that's the big summary of this video is that an ENTJ will harness or hone the INF help the INFP hone their T. An INFP will help the ENTJ hone their phi. And then Nye will help the INFP be a little bit more focused and future-centric. Meanwhile, the knee of an INFP will help the ENTJ focus on multiple possibilities and ideas. So, with that being said, that is this video and I do hope to bring about the video I have been struggling with. Um, but until then, I hope to see you guys again and remember to like, share, and subscribe. Bye-bye.